0: Hey, this is Tom Gresham. First of all, let me thank you for listening to Gun Talk on the podcast. And while you're at it, be sure to let your friends know about it, because some folks don't know that they can listen to Gun Talk on the Internet. While we're at it, you got to go check out Gun Talk TV. It's our new website with all this video with instruction about shooting and new products and all kind of cool stuff. It's GunTalk.TV, GunTalk.TV. TV, check it out, let people know about it because it's a great place to either learn about a new shooting discipline like trap or skeet or self-defense, or if you're very new into shooting, you can go there and learn the absolute basics. Guntalk.tv. Thanks.
1: A girl can't go wrong with something in basic black.
0: Like an AR-15.
2: Some things never go out of style, like Tom Gresham's Gun Talk.
0: Well, hey there. I'm so glad you could stay with us here. We're having some fun talking about guns. I'm Tom Gresham, and the show's called Gun Talk. And if you're new, let me explain to you. We're, we're the good guys, the good gals. We're the ones that have fun with guns, own guns, buy guns, shoot guns, store guns safely and responsibly. I guess it's probably safe to say we're the ones you don't hear a lot about. <laughs> if we're doing it right, you don't hear much about us. There are ninety million of us. Yeah, you heard me right—ninety million gun owners in the country. Fewer than a lot less than one percent. Probably less than one tenth of one percent ever use their guns illegally. But we don't. We don't get a lot of attention because we just kind of go out and shoot at the range and go out and do a little hunting and do a little target shooting and. Keep our guns for self-protection, and you hear about us occasionally when some lady will use a gun to protect herself against a rapist or a mugger or a home invasion. But for the most part, you don't hear much about us. That's okay. And there are more of us than you think. There's a gun in more than a third of the homes, approaching half, somewhere between a third and a half of the homes in the country have a gun in them. So if your house does not have a gun, fear not, there's a gun probably within one or two houses you. By the way, somebody called in and said that uh, we were trying to figure out what the laws were in various states. They recommended, and I have recommended this site also, handgunlaw.us. It's not just about handguns. But if you're considering uh, concealed carry in ver- various states, handgunlaw.us is a very good one. Also, the NRA's ILA site has a lot of information about gun laws, and it's N-R-A-I-L-A. ILA stands for Institute for legislative action. NRAila.org will get you there, and you click on gun laws, and you can check what the gun laws are. By the way, if you'd like to join us here on the air, because we have people calling in, lots of fun stuff, uh, 866-825-5486. It's really easier if you do it this way. Uh, just dial 1-TOM-TALK-GUNS. And we'll do exactly that. We'll talk about guns. Line 3, Doug's with us out of Dallas, Texas. Hey, Doug, how you doing?
3: I'm doing great, Tom. Thanks for your wonderful show.
0: Well, thank you. Um, and thanks for the folks that are over at Case Guy for running it in Dallas. We love that.
3: Absolutely, man. Hey, I, I was at a, a few gun shows earlier this year here in Dallas, and I ran across somebody who told me that there was some legislation working in Austin regarding trying to shut down you know, these gun shows that everybody enjoys going to. Do you know
0: anything about that? Yeah, there's legislation in every state to try to shut down gun shows. Um, and there's legislation on the national front trying to shut down gun shows. It's one of the, um, the crown jewels for the gun banners. They want to stop gun shows. And they do it with this fictitious thing, this creation, this myth, this hoax they call the gun show loophole. There is no such thing, of course, as a gun show loophole. All the laws of the state, all the laws of the nation, all the laws of the city, all apply at a gun show, as you well know. Uh, But whether or not something like that's going to pass is a different issue. They'll they'll introduce it every year. The key is to keep beating it back, but I don't think you're anything close to that in Texas. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're a gun show guy, you know that. You know, you you don't get to do things illegally just because it's a gun show. All the laws are the same inside as well as outside the show.
3: Right, right. And I sure learn a lot of a lot of good information. That's for sure.
0: Well, you know what? And I, honestly, I've had people say, "That's what it's really all about." And I said, "What?" They said, "Well, what they don't want, they don't want us to have a place where we can meet and greet." And meet each other and get to know each other and share information. I said, well, that's just a little paranoid, isn't it? And then I think, well, maybe sometimes it pays to be paranoid. I don't know, but it, it's an argument. Listen, Doug, I appreciate it. Let me, uh, oh, we had a, a caller call. He didn't want to be on the air. Uh, there's, had a bad phone line. But uh, Brody from Denton, Texas, appreciate the call. Buying a, a youngster, a 1022 22 rifle for his birthday. Do I recommend teaching him with iron sights or scopes? Iron sights, absolutely. Now, eventually you'll probably want to go to a scope, but everybody needs to learn how to use iron sights And when you're 10 years old or so, or however old this youngster is. He's got good young eyes. He can take advantage of those iron sights. So absolutely, let him shoot with the iron sights. Learn to use that. Let him burn up about 20,000 rounds. Yes, I said twenty-two zero twenty thousand rounds of ammunition. Boy, you can get to be good if you pull the trigger that much. Trust me on this one. <laughs> how many daisy... Gun, yeah. Press the trigger. I, I, well, I yank the trigger. That's my thing. What do you mean, Jim? You, know, you press the trigger. I yank. I close my eyes and yank. That way, I get to practice more because I never hit anything. It's 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 a technique. You know, it's what I can do. Uh, so yeah, you know, do that. Press the trigger. You know, do a lot, get a lot of trigger time. Let's see. Line two. Mark's with us out of Klamath, Oregon. Hey, Mark. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Now, is that Klamath Falls? Is that the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Klamath Falls, Oregon. I was in Klamath Falls. Spent the night there last Thursday night. Did you really? I was. I I was in Lakeview at uh, Thunder Ranch, and then I uh, went over to Klamath and uh, spent the night there and caught the 6 a.m. flight out of Klamath. That's fun.
1: I'll be darned. (laughs) I'll be darned. Yeah, I was actually in uh, Texas. (laughs) I drive trucks.
0: Okay. Well, how can I help you today?
1: Well, uh, you know, I made a couple of mistakes when I was younger. I have a a felony on my record, and I want to know if there is uh, anything that I can do to get my carry rights back.
0: Well, it's not just carry rights. You, with a felony conviction, can't own a gun at all.
1: Yeah, I understand that. I Uh, do understand that. So uh,
0: here's the problem, and I'm going to make a recommendation, but I'm going to have to tell you that there's not a lot of options open to you right now. Uh, okay. It's probably going to get worse as the political climate changes. Um, the ATF, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, for many, many years, had a uh, program where you could apply for your gun rights to get you know get your gun rights back. Back when the Clintons, both of them, were in office, they put a stop to that. They. W- withdrew the funding for ATF that would allow you to get your rights back, to apply to get your rights back.
1: I have a buddy that uh, was a felon, and his felony was over 20 years uh, old. And he actually petitioned the courts to have his felony expunged, and it gave him his hunting rights back. And he can now have a hunting rifle, but he cannot possess a handgun. But he can own
0: a hunting rifle. Did he go through the state or go to the feds on that?
1: I think he went through the state on that.
0: Well, was he in Oregon? Yes. Well, I would sure talk to your buddy and see what he did and, and duplicate the process. Uh, the problem is I know that ATF will not do it anymore. Okay. And and, and that's just that's a sin. It's worse than a crime. It's a sin that they won't do that, that you can't. Because, I mean, we're talking 20 years ago, two decades for you. Right. You know, and people make mistakes. And, you know, you ought to be able to take a, a second look at it. You. You know, page your penalty, time to take another look at it. So talk to your buddy and see if you can't get something going on the state level. I don't know if you'll be able to get your carry rights out of that, though. I just, and that, see, that's a state issue and not being a resident of uh, Oregon, I don't know how that's going to work out for you. Okay, but well. Uh, do me a favor, when you find out, when you pursue that a little bit, could you call me back sometime and let me know what you find out?
3: Uh, you
1: know, one
0: uh, eight uh, six six gun talk right? Uh, 866-TALK-GUNS. Or right, I tell you what, my uh, just jump on the internet. Go, go to guntalk.com dot It's probably the easiest way to find me. That, that'll work for you. Uh, that I tell, Oh, geez, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here yakking. We're supposed to be uh, going to a commercial and selling stuff and all that. And I'm just, you know how it is. You get to talking about guns and <laughs> having fun. Hey, that's what it's about. Eight six six talk guns. Still looking for an answer. Uh, what gauges are used in skeet shooting in the United States? Four different gauges. And why is one of them not really? That's the extra credit credit question. Why is one not really a gauge? 866-TALK-GUNS.
3: Your AR 15 should be a sound investment, and Stag Arms has you covered. Made from forged aircraft quality aluminum, Stag is one of the most durable and dependable rifles in the world. Makers of the only true left handed carbine, Stag Arms has been tested and battle proven by elite SWAT teams. Every component is made in the USA, so you get the highest quality, whether left or right handed. Each Stag Arms rifle carries a lifetime warranty, too. Call 860 229
2: 9994 or go online at stagarms.com. You want the newest rifle innovations, and that's what the Smith & Wesson I-Bolt Rifle delivers. From the match-grade barrel to the one-piece weaver scope mount, this gun defines the next generation of rifles. Your Eyebolt Rifle includes patented features such as the easy-turn bolt release, true-set triggers so you can set it the way you want it, recoil reduction chamber, x stock design, its stronger, lighter, and flush sling mounts. Get the details on the Eyebolt Rifle from Smith & Wesson. Visit smith-wesson.com you Browning has
4: been the leader in auto-loading shotguns from the very beginning, starting 90 years ago with John M. Browning's famous Auto 5. When Browning designers haven't been sitting still, their new model, the Gold, redefines what a gas-operated shotgun should be. In-wing shooting, feel is the key, and the Gold flies to the shoulder with a liveliness never before seen in an auto-loader. The shorter, lighter-weight receiver puts the balance between the hands, where the top shooters want it, and the short piston stroke makes for an extremely clean shooting gun. The Browning Gold adjusts automatically to any load, from 1-ounce target ammo to heavy 3-inch magnums. And unlike some 20s which are built on a heavy 12-gauge frame, the Gold 20 is a true 20 gauge using its own smaller action. Of course, all Gold shotguns exhibit the high quality and attention to detail that shooters everywhere have come to expect from Browning. Discover the new standard, the Gold standard in auto-loading shotguns. Check out the Gold 12 and 20 at your local Browning dealer.
0: If you want to shoot better or help someone get into shooting, check out GunTalkTV.com. This is Tom Gresham. For firearms basics as well as advanced instruction, you don't have to leave home. It's called GunTalkTV, and it's firearms video instruction online at GunTalkTV.com. That's GunTalkTV.com. You'll find all kinds of instruction, plus lots of gun safety video, at GunTalkTV.com hey welcome back gun talk 866 talk guns okay this is happening way too often you, you remember the video a lot of you seen the video of the DEA agent who was speaking to a, a bunch of school kids and he makes the, uh, the now famous statement I'm the only one in this room qualified to have a Glock 40 caliber bang shoots himself in the foot what well, is about glock 40s anyway riverdale utah police chief conducting a concealed carry class takes his glock 40 out and swear to god he shoots himself in the foot in front of the class last week um, we had a piece been, there been there's another police officer shot himself in the leg last week. Died. Probably, my guess, is cut the femoral artery. Um, police officers keep shooting themselves. Other people do, too. We had the, the doofus who decided that he didn't really need a drill to make a hole in the wall so he could put the cable for his cable TV through it. Yeah, you see where I'm going. Fired his gun through the wall to make the hole and killed his wife on the other side. People, people, these are not toys. These are not, these are are serious implements. Four rules of gun safety. Number one, all guns are always loaded. All guns are always loaded. Keep your finger off the trigger till your sights are on the target and you're willing to shoot. Never point a gun at anything you're not willing to destroy. Always know your target. Be sure of your target and its background, anything that's behind the target. If you obey the four rules of gun safety, you won't have an incident like this. If you do have an ND, it's for negligent discharge, you will make a loud noise. You will embarrass yourself. You may scare people, but you're not going to shoot any part of you or anybody else because you're not pointing a gun at anybody else. One of the pieces that Clint Smith and I did last week for Personal Defense TV, Clint's become a real believer in using dummy guns for a lot of training. We took a couple of, and these dummy guns are true, it's like, you know, you can get uh, Smith & Wesson m and and XDs and Glocks, all in dummy guns. They're solid plastic guns, totally non-functional. But they come with light rails. So what we did is we clipped a couple of LaserMax, uh, you know, those clip-on kind of uh, lasers on them, and we use those that way you can see where the uh, muzzles pointed, see where the, the lasers pointed. And Clint says use dummy guns for a lot of your training, uh, house clearing drills, practicing your draw. Yeah, it's not the same weight, It doesn't work exactly the same way, but they're safe. Anyway, just just a little reminder to you to review, refresh on the four rules of gun safety. Line four. Lyle is with us out of Phoenix, Arizona. Hello, Lyle. You're on Gun Talk.
5: Hey, how's it going today?
0: I'm well, thank you.
5: Good. What have you heard anymore about that Lou Dobbs uh, thing about that guy that his uh, AR-15 malfunctioned and went to automatic?
0: Let me back up because a lot of people don't know about that story. Let me back up. Uh, Okay. Basically, AR-15, which is a semi-automatic, I think as I remember the story right, he loaned the gun to somebody. Right. And the gun doubled, or maybe it tripled. It tripled, fired twice. Okay. So it, uh, you know, basically he had a gun malfunction. You know, he didn't alter the gun. It's a gun malfunction. But he got charged with having an illegal machine gun. Somewhere there's an appropriate, appropriate place in hell for the law enforcement agents who brought that case. And I hope they stay there for eternity. There's just something wrong when you have a firearm that misfires, misfunctions, doesn't hurt anyone, nobody got hurt, and they arrest you on a felony crime of having an illegal machine gun. There's something wrong with that. I've had, you know what, I've had a double-barrel shotgun that you pull the trigger once and both barrels go off. Under their definition, that's a machine gun. There's just, it's immoral, it's, it should be illegal, but well, it most certainly is immoral. But right now, I don't know what the disposition is of this guy.
5: He, he gets sentenced Tuesday, but I want to know how come nobody's going after the feds, because they knew that the factory recalled, and the guy did not know about the recall. And they did not allow it to be brought up in the trial.
0: I will tell you what's going on there. The ATF, more than 20 years ago was branded a rogue agency by the United States Congress. The ATF has been branded a rogue agency by Congress at least twice, maybe more. There are some really good ATF agents out there, good law enforcement people, but there are some people, and there's a culture, and there's a pervasive feeling at ATF that we're out to get some people. And the ATF is scary. If you're not afraid of them, you don't know enough about them. And so when you say, why, you know, why doesn't somebody go after them? I don't know how you do. Uh, it would take some, someone like a United States senator. Uh, this this would be perfect case. This would be a perfect case for a Senate hearing, Another yet another Senate hearing on the ATF.
5: Well, shit, they already had one on Texas, and they let them go with it.
0: Yeah, I know. I hear you. Well, I'll tell yes. you what, Lyle, if I hear any more about it, I'll put it, put it out on the news. And if somebody knows exactly what the disposition is of that, they'll, uh, they can give us a call at 866-TALK-GUNS. Um, Jeff, Line 1, Salt Lake City. Hey, Jeff. Howdy. Hi there.
5: Thanks for taking my call.
0: Sure. How can I help you?
5: Hey, I was wondering, is the caliber stamped on all shotguns, rifles, and handguns? Is that caliber stamped on the barrel?
0: Not always, uh, but probably. It, uh, okay. th- if you ha- it's possible to have a, a rifle that doesn't have a stamping at all. If it had a custom-made barrel, it may not be stamped with the, uh, the caliber. But generally speaking, yeah, there's a stamping on the barrel that has the uh, caliber or gauge.
5: Okay. Also, on a shotgun, it'll say 2 and three quarters and 3 inch. What does that mean? And also, Tom... Um, are there uh, firearms that have interchangeable cartridges? And if so, what are the more popular ones?
0: <laughs> well, that goes the next hour of the show. Um, I'll tell you, all right, let me do this. We'll, uh, let me take these. We'll drop you off, and you can listen on the radio. Let me tackle these. Um, yeah, they, you know, caliber should be stamped on the barrel, generally speaking. Two and three-quarter three to three-inch shells and shotguns. shotgun shells come in different lengths. And so you need a chamber. The chamber is the part of the barrel where the cartridge actually sits. You need a chamber of the correct length. And I can't remember the other. It's something about most popular, but we'll get into that later. um, Let me do this. Um, Alan's on line three, Portland, Oregon. Hello, Alan. You are on from the great state of Oregon.
3: Hi, Tom. Uh, Two things real quick. First, I want to mention to uh, all your Oregon listeners, uh, we have a great organization here that fights the gun grabbers on the front lines. It's called uh, the Oregon Firearms Federation, and I would encourage everybody to go to their website, and you'll want to join when you see all the amazing results they get.
0: What's the, do you know their website offhand?
3: Uh, The OregonFirearmsFederation.com.
0: Oh, gee, that was hard. (laughs) Okay. And
3: the second thing. Uh, we really enjoy uh, your TV segments with Masad Ayoub, uh-huh. and I'm sure he seems like a real extraordinary guy, and uh, I'm sure you probably have some good stories about him, so anytime you get a chance to do that, that would be great.
0: Well, okay, we'll do that. Even better, Well, how about if we get Masad on the show?
3: That would be even better. That's
0: always fun. Um, Masad Ayoub is an intriguing fellow. He is a student of firearms use. He is a national class type shooter, I a mean, really good shooter. And he is, of course, a law enforcement officer. And for some reason, for some reason, he is the target of much vilification on Internet forums. I have to think that much of it is jealousy. It's the only thing I can think of. Uh, he is also an expert witness on uh, cases. He uh, he won't be an expert Witness on firearms cases for bad guys. He'll only do it for the good guys. He'll look at the case very carefully. He's a lot of fun to work with. Um, he's also a martial artist guy, and he has hurt me in more ways than I can tell you about. I, mean, I got to tell you, because I'm the kind of the punching dummy on some of these segments. And when he uses that little stick, it's like a, it looks like a big pin, practically. It's called a coubaton. When he uses that thing on I mean, you, I was sore for three weeks. And he just did a little rolling movement, roll that thing over the inside of my uh, wrist. Right Behind the thumb, and pinched a nerve there. I went down to the ground so fast i was, I have never been as impressed as I was with that one and so he is a he 's a fascinating guy, and unfortunately, many of the stories that we have about Mossad. We'll have to tell over an adult beverage sometime when there's not a microphone nearby because he is a great storyteller. Um, but I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll get him aside on. If, it, if at all possible, if he's at the NRA show next week in Louisville, we'll get him on there. By the way, if you're at the NRA show next week in Louisville, Sunday afternoon, we're going to be broadcasting live from the Springfield Armory booth. You're welcome to come by and say hello. Our number here, 866-TALK-GUNS. Be right back with more Gun talk. Listening to Tom Gresham's
2: Gun Talk, made possible by shooters like you.
0: All right, we're now reloaded with intellectual ammunition and we're ready to go. I'm Tom Gresham. Show is Gun Talk. Our number 866 Talk Guns. (sighs) Having some fun out at uh, Thunder Ranch this past week, shooting some video. Thunder Ranch, Clint Smith, Heidi Smith. Two really nice nice people, really good instructors. We're going to use Heidi on a few more pieces this year, and that's going to work out really well. Um, let me just offer a thought to you. They just announced, they have. I don't think it's even on their website yet. They're not going to go up on their rates next year. They're almost sold out in 2000. I think they are sold out in 2008. And they're going to start taking reservations for classes for 2009, probably in the next week. ThunderRanchInc.com, Inc.com. As your friend, as a person who cares about you, let me suggest this. If you ever, if you ever thought you might like to take a class, let me suggest that you contact them very quickly. And try to get in on a two thousand and nine class. Prices are not going up. You know, it might be a good idea to buy your ammo now. Ammo's gonna cost fifteen percent more next year at least. Um, either that or go to Gunsight down in Arizona, honestly, truthfully, with with no I'm you know, I'm not selling anything here, I'm just telling you. It'll change your life. In a very positive way. Also, if you get a chance to be with Clint, I mean, anybody who cares about this stuff will tell you. Anybody who's been there will say, Clint Smith is just different. He is one of the finest instructors I've ever been with. He is one of the most inspirational people I've ever been with. If you get a chance, if you think it's possible, book you a trip to Thunder Ranch sometime next year. ThunderRanchInc.com. And besides that, they are two very good friends of mine and very nice people. 866-TALK-GUNS. Line 2, Victor, Houston, Texas, KPRC. Victor.
6: Good afternoon. Has anybody looked at the amendments on the so-called gun ban, assault weapons ban bill? Uh,
0: uh, House house Bill 1022?
6: That's the one. Oh, man. They got one on there that uh, bans. Or changes the definition of assault weapon or a long range sniper rifle to any center fire rifle that has a scope on it.
0: They got one here that says that any gun that let me see, any semi automatic or shotgun, any steam listen to this. Any semi automatic rifle or shotgun originally designed for military or law enforcement use or a firearm based on the design of such a firearm. In other words, every, almost every That's right. semi-automatic firearm is based on a military design somewhere That's in its right. lineage. And it says, that is not particularly, love this for phrasing, that is not particularly suitable for sporting purposes as determined by the Attorney General. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? you love it. So the Attorney General gets to decide if a gun is suitable for sporting purposes, and if it's not, he or she, as in the case of a Janet Reno, could simply ban the gun. Now, understanding that the Second Amendment has nothing to do with sporting use. Well, everybody so, needs to
6: Google uh, House Bill 1022 and look at it for themselves.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. I mean, what they did is they took the old failed Uh, assault weapons ban, which didn't work, didn't do anything, and they've added to it. It's kind of like saying that uh, if you're choking, what we have to do is apply the tourniquet around your neck tighter. Uh, That's
6: right. They uh, also uh, name guns now by name in the assault
0: weapons Yeah, they even got the uh, Ruger Mini Mini 14 on there, which was not included in the first one. That's right. But but, but understand that this one is not going anywhere right now. This bill is not moving, okay?
6: It's got 81 co-sponsors.
0: Yes, as I said, it's not going anywhere. Yeah,
6: uh, well, November is coming soon, and one of the amendments on there is to scrutinize the concealed carry uh, permits in all the states that have them too, and that's well, out of uh, that amendment's out sure, of New York. Yeah,
0: and remember, Obama is the fellow who said, "I," the quote. This is the quote that I was given by the guy who he said it to. I don't think anyone should be allowed to own a gun. Okay, that's very interesting. I, very much, you know, like, like the government, but I don't think anyone should be allowed. This is a right. You don't, you don't allow me to do anything that's a right. Now, anything that is a restriction is a restriction, but we're not, we don't own guns because we're allowed to. We own guns because we're supposed to, and it's an inalienable right. And anything that's a restriction is simply that. You don't allow me. I don't think anyone should be allowed to own a gun. Not an assault weapon, not a handgun, a gun. That is Obama. Just in case we didn't get that, okay? So when he's going and telling your union, going and telling new people in Pennsylvania, going and telling new people in West Virginia, I support sportsmen's rights, baloney. I don't think anyone should be allowed to own a gun. Pretty Simple. You know what? And I believe the guy. I'll take the guy at his word. I think that's exactly where he is with this thing. He doesn't think anybody should be allowed to own a gun. And he thinks it's the government's role to allow or disallow your ability to own a gun. 866 talk guns. 866 talk guns. Don't go anywhere, Jimmy, and we'll give you this question when we come back. This is Tom Gresham, and you're listening to Gun Talk. Kimber
4: 1911 pistols are the choice of America's best. LAPD SWAT tested five major brands and chose Kimber. The USA Shooting Rapid Fire Pistol Team trains for the Olympics with a Kimber. U.S. Marines from Central Command carried Kimber. Most recently, the LAPD Special Investigation Section, or SIS, chose Kimber. If you want the best pistol, choose a 1911. If you want the best 1911, choose a Kimber. Visit KimberAmerica.com.
2: If you're like me, you own a handgun for protection. But as I got older, aiming and shooting accurately was getting a lot harder. Wearing bifocals, I had a hard time seeing the target and my sights at the same time. Using iron sights just wasn't working for me anymore. A few years back, I added Crimson Trace laser grips to my home defense guns. They're the world's only grip-integrated laser sight. The laser's built right into the grip, so they're simple to install and really easy to use. What a difference they've made. When you see that red dot, you know you're going to hit what you're aiming at. You really should find out more. Crimson Trace has laser grips to fit just about any handgun in your safe get to your favorite gun shop and try set today or contact crimson trace for a free catalog and the location of a dealer near you call 800-442-2406 or visit the website at crimsontrace.com that's 800-442-2406 or crimsontrace.com Whether you hunt with a bow, rifle, or shotgun, Browning has the clothing to get the job done right. Browning Outdoor Clothing is loaded with features that add comfort and functionality. Things like mesh moisture barrier strips, expander pockets, featherweight neoprene cuffs, the patent-pending gear retriever system, and seamless shoulder construction, to mention only a few. Visit browning.com and discover for yourself all the features that make Browning Outdoor Clothing your best choice. Browning Outdoor Clothing, the best Best there is Finally, the television channel you've been looking for, The Sportsman Channel, dedicated exclusively to hunting and fishing programming, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Absolutely no infomercials or variety programming. Just tried and true hunting and fishing. To see what you've been missing, visit us at thesportsmanchannel.com and call your cable or satellite provider and request The Sportsman Channel today. The Sportsman Channel, all hunting, all fishing, all the time.
0: All right, I just posted a message over at thehighroad.org. <laughs> oh, we're, we're not only multitasking, we're, well, maybe we're semitasking. I don't know what that thing is. Line three, Jimmy's with us out of Houston, Texas, KPRC. Jimmy, you're up.
5: Okay, I believe the answer to your question on the skeet shotguns uh-huh. is 12, 20, 28, and 410.
0: Absolutely, those are the four gauges used in ski competition.
5: And now, the is not a gauge, it's a caliber.
0: Absolutely, you are a hundred percent right. You're hitting on all cylinders. Do you, now, here's a real esoteric question: Do you know how they determine uh, gauges? What? Why do they call it a twelve gauge or a twenty gauge?
5: Uh, if I remember right, it's so many lead balls per ounce. It's
0: it's it's how many lead balls of the diameter of the barrel will weigh a pound. Oh, okay. But so, no, but you're you're there. That's that's all about the lead ball. So. The smaller barrel of a 20 gauge, if you had balls that were that diameter, would take 20 of those to weigh a pound, versus only 12 of the bigger balls to weigh a pound in a 12 gauge. And but the four ten is a .410 bore. It's actually a four ten bore. Man, you are—you right. you must be a real shooter. Uh,
5: I study guns a lot, all calibers and gauges. But my real question is. Most people don't know that slugs in a .410 are actually a .38 caliber.
0: huh You know what? I didn't know that. A slug of a my, 410 .38. I
5: my measured, run right at three five seven to .359. Same well, I'll be darned.
0: 38. I'll be darned. Well, see, I learned something today. I'll be darned. Well, Jimmy, I thank you for your call. And you were, brain, you were right on every one of those extra qu- credit. And then, uh, we, even when we tried to dig deeper, you had all of them. Man, you were the one. Uh, line one, Fred's with us out of Sparta, Michigan. I believe that is. Hey, Fred, you're on.
3: Yes, sir. Hello. I had a, a quick couple of points. Uh, Winchester Model 100, uh, 308 caliber, 40 years ago. I was shooting on paper. Gun was immaculately cleaned, and it double fired. Uh
6: huh. Okay. Oh,
3: Okay, so I thought, well, that's that's not good. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, probably about 17 or so, and I uh, talked to my dad about it, and he says, well, maybe we better clean it. Although it was meticulously clean, we cleaned it all again and right. took it back out and shot, oh gosh, maybe a couple boxes of shells and pop out. You couldn't, you couldn't hear it. It was just sounded a little different, but you couldn't hear it go full auto. But right. that gun then later was mentioned in a gun magazine about five years ago, saying that uh, somebody else had had that problem with that gun going uh, essentially full auto, even well, though it was only two rounds.
0: There was a big recall on the Model 100 Winchester, Winchester Model 100, about 20 years ago. Um,
3: well, there, what I'm there, saying is I'm, I'm admitting on, on uh, regular uh, national radio that, that I'm a criminal now. Oh, I my
0: God, right? you're a felon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's kinda like used... everybody used to take a chill pill on that one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh
3: and the other the other point I want to make is that a lot of times gun shows lead to other things and that affect everybody and uh nature in general and that I got interested in conservation the more I went to gun shows and talked to guys that uh really were uh into other things aside from the shooting sports, so those was kind of a peripheral uh conversation and Over the course of the last eight years, I've planted uh, a little over 1,200 trees on my land, and I plant uh, forage rye every year, too, and that's all just for the animals.
0: You know, hunters, of course, were the original conservationists. Uh, in In fact, hunters invented the word, literally invented the word, conservation, and the definition at that time was the wise use of natural resources, Yep. Uh so yeah, you know that makes sense. A lot of good stuff comes out of gun shows and for those who are still thinking well, you know, the criminals get their guns there. Uh fewer than 1% of the guns used in crimes in this country are acquired at gun shows. Fewer less than 1%. Yep. So okay, uh,
3: Tom, uh here's your job now. You're going to have to run for office. You're you're the I swear the last of the good Americans. We love your show. We listen to it every Sunday.
0: You know, I really thought you liked me up until that point. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, I, I, no, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, you're great, man. Every time you'll be sitting, I'll be sitting in the living room, and we're listening, and my mom, and and by the way, uh, shout out to all the hunting and shooting moms out there. You bet. And uh, and uh, you'll say something, and I'll just go, boy, that guy is right. He's spot on every time. Well,
0: That's let me tell God. you this. You know what? Forty six years ago, this November. When I was 11 years old, I shot my first deer with a Model 100 Winchester and 308.
3: i I'll be darned. <laughs> I sure wow, that's quite a coincidence. Yeah. Well, I'll let somebody else uh, have, a, have a shot here at the show, but it's really informative, always great, and we, we really appreciate the service you do.
0: Well, I appreciate it, but please don't throw me in that briar patch. That's not one I want to go into, that politics thing. Um, let's see here trying to figure out where we can go that we have a lot and a lot of time here. Let's do this. Line four, Clint is out of uh, Pace, Florida. Clint, you're up, and we're short on time.
5: Hi.
3: Hi there. Want...
0: Go, go ahead, Hi. please. Hey,
3: thanks for taking my call. It's nice of you. Two questions. Actually, my name's Clint Smith. <laughs> which, wow. Which is strictly a coincidence, but it is. I love it. Uh, two questions. One is about the reciprocity uh Concealed carry reciprocity bills that are in the House and the Senate. I think
0: it's House 45, 47. Yeah. Great idea is not going anywhere. Yeah. Not happening. That's... No, it's just, you know, it's not. The thing to do if you want reciprocity, if you want to be able to use your carry permit in other states, is to figure out what states it's good in. Uh, And basically, I know people who actually travel, they plan their travel, they plan their vacations on... Which states can I stay safest in? Which means, which states are my carry permits good in? And the other thing that some people are doing is they're getting carry permits in two or three different states, which you can do. You can get non resident permits. And, uh, planning that to see, you know, to get the maximum coverage so I can go in the most number of states. But I honestly don't think, we're, I don't think we're close to getting a national concealed carry provision, either through reciprocity or concealed carry license. But, and here's the big but, we're going to get a Supreme Court ruling here at the end of next month on a Second Amendment case, and I think they're going to say, I think they're going to say that the Second Amendment is an individual right. At that point, it's going to kick off 20 years, two zero, two decades, 20 years of legal action about the Second Amendment, and there's no telling what we could regain. We could regain a lot of lost civil rights. Gun rights are civil rights, of course. We could regain a lot of those in the next 20 years. So don't count it out, but don't count on it to be coming around real soon. That's kind of my take on it. Your take may differ. If it does, call us at 866 Talk Guns. I'm Tom Gresham. We're going to go do a little reloading right here on Gun Talk. show is flying today. We're having way too much fun talking about guns. Our number, 866-TALK-GUNS. Hello. Let's see. The whole uh, computer just decided to throw up there all at once. It's just barfed all over the table. (laughs) We're having fun anyway. It doesn't matter. Let's see here. Uh, Line three, Bill's with us out of Anchorage, Alaska. Bill, you're up, sir.
1: Yeah, the guy that called in about... uh, uh Pistol in the, in this commercial vehicle. Right. I I carried a double barrel sawed off shotgun, eighteen and three quarter inch barrel. And the cop asked me why I had an eighteen and three quarter. I said that's in case your tape had a kink in it.
0: <laughs> See, I understand what you're saying. I'm not sure everybody else does. <laughs>
1: and uh, and it was legal everywhere. Yep. And uh, I. Uh, loaded it when I got in bad areas and unloaded it when I got back on the road and didn't think I needed it so bad.
0: Okay. Well
1: I I... had good luck with it and it was and the one cop down in Texas asked me, he said, What kind of round you got in there? I said, Well, it's twelve gauge double odd buck and he says, Well, we've done tests on it and uh we found that the police officers used to use double odd buck, but they there was too many. There was a hole in the pattern big enough for a man to walk through, and that's how officers got shot. So we went to number four and haven't had a case where the guy got a round off and died. So,
0: well, you know, the, the, now let me just comment on that real quickly. That may be true at distances that police officers are shooting because they may need to shoot uh, at a in a situation where somebody might be thirty five or forty yards out, pretty far, long shot. But let me yeah. just tell you, at distances where you and I would have to shoot to defend ourselves, because at 35 yards, somebody's not, generally speaking, generally speaking, not a threat to us. Uh, but yeah. police officers have to deal with a different situation. It's a bad idea, generally, I think it's a bad idea to base what we carry, whether it's guns or ammunition, on what police carry. They don't have the same role that we do. We don't have the same role that they do. I think your double-op buck is just fine because you're going to be shooting inside of about seven yards. And it's oh, all gonna yeah. be—it's all gonna be just like a slug. It doesn't matter.
1: Yep. So it, it worked out good for me. And uh, my idea was I'd better have it not need it than need it not have it. So.
0: There you go. Listen, I appreciate it. Um, let me stay on this same subject for a second. We're talking about there are a lot of truck drivers who have been told that in a commercial vehicle they cannot have a gun. That's not true. Not true. Looking at the website of the U.S. Department of Transportation. Pipeline and Hazardous Materials Safety Administration, the PHMSA. And they've got an interpretation here called, it's number 06-0165, dated August 24, 2006. From, uh, let's see, who wrote this thing? Uh, Hattie Mitchell, Chief of Regulatory Review and Reinvention really it says that reinvention office of hazardous materials basically cut to the chase what it says is in answer to your question no unless otherwise specified in Gizalaw, law a personal a personal loaded or unloaded firearm lawfully carried by a commercial motor vehicle operator is not considered in commerce and therefore not subject to the hmr Under this scenario, a commercial motor vehicle operator who carries a personal firearm while in the performance of his or her duties is subject to local or state jurisdiction regarding these matters. This response has been coordinated with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. So, for all you truckers out there, when somebody is telling you, even a law enforcement officer, well, you know, it's a DOT regulation, you can't have a gun in the truck, they're wrong. They either may be wrong out of ignorance, or they may be willfully wrong. They may know that they're wrong, and for whatever reason, I don't know what that reason may be. I don't want to presuppose, but they're simply wrong. It's perfectly legal. Now, as always, all state. And federal regulations apply, okay? In other words, you still got to obey the law. But there is no DOT regulation on this thing. Hey, everybody, we're going to play for this, well, another hour or so, so don't go anywhere. In fact, call your friends and neighbors and tell them to turn on the radio because we're talking about guns. If you want to get in line, call us 866-TALK-GUNS.